guys, welcome to East Coast West Coast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Kirsten. And welcome to our first ever podcast. Like, ever. We've never even used these mics before, so. No, we're figuring it out right yeah, now. Please have some grace for us. Please. Now, we do talk to each other a lot. We've just never, like, recorded just audio. Like, we definitely have videos with audio. But... Yeah. Yeah, you're a big video taker, so we have a lot, which is good. <laughs> we have a lot, but never yes. with just audio. Maybe we will share that in the future if we blow up. Um, that'd be crazy. <laughs> anyway, Kirsten, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Okay, I am from Pennsylvania. I am currently a senior at the Masters University, which ironically I didn't even want to be here three <laughs> years ago. Same. So, you know, the Lord has mercy because I was absolutely not going, and here I am. Um, I'm graduating on my 20th birthday, which is fun. And then I'm getting married this summer. So a lot is happening, and a lot is happening quickly. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Because you came here, you didn't think you were going to get married. Oh, no. Right after school. Or oh, no. Even... I didn't think I was ever going to get married. Yeah. You definitely didn't foresee a serious, committed relationship that soon. Never. <laughs> Never. All right, Sarah, what about you? Yeah, so I am from the east coast of Florida. Actually, no. I'm from the east coast, but I'm actually from the west coast of Florida, and I've lived there for 18 years, but I did live on the east coast of Florida for six years, um, but I, I actually prefer the west coast of Florida. Anyway, we named this podcast East Coast, West Coast because both of us are from the east coast of the United States, and we just spend, well, currently we just spend our college season on the west coast but when kirsten gets married she will be living here permanently and i still have another year so i don't really know where i'm gonna end up but fair enough for now the planes go back to florida all right basically what we want to do every week or whenever we upload is share our favorite products because we're girls and we try a lot of different things and a lot of favorite things come up and every girl loves to hear what someone else's favorite product is. So hopefully you try it and you're like, wow, this changed my life. So. I'm telling you, this hair thing will change your life. The Amica Soul Food Mask is what I've been using. It is amazing. It looks amazing. It feels so good on my hair. Really? Yes. <laughs> And, the, okay, it was a hairstylist in the area who recommended this to me because I went to her with box-dyed multiple times hair. Disaster. Don't do it. Nightmare. Mistake. Please never box-dye your hair, anyone out there, ever. And she told me that this should fix some of my problems. And has it fixed your problems? Oh, it has fixed my problems. Well, we'll know for sure next <laughs> week because that's when I go see her again. But I think it's fixed Are all my problems. Are you going on Thursday? Tuesday. Next Tuesday. I'm going this Tuesday. Yeah, we're a week okay. apart. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We go to the same girl. She's amazing. I'm looking at the picture of this product on her phone, and it looks so pretty because I've actually, like, yeah, we're roommates, but I've never seen it in person, so this is funny. Yeah, it's a really beautiful packaging also. I would commend them. I bought it in a set, too, and it was on sale because it was, like, a holiday event going oh, on. Wow. So super good. Yeah, now would probably be a good time to mention that we're both marketing media majors, so we really appreciate aesthetic and design. This is true. <laughs> Graphics is everything. Yeah. So that that's beautiful packaging. My favorite product this week is going to be the Brazilian Bum Bum Cream, which mm. at Thanksgiving, well, this product, to be clear, is a cult favorite. Everyone's been hearing about it. You've heard about it, I'm sure. And you're like, what is the deal? What is the hype here? So I was in Sephora near my birthday, near Thanksgiving, and I tried a little tester of it. 
and I walked out of that store and I didn't buy it um but my cousin smelled it and he was like what in the world is that it smells so good it and does. I was like, it does. does it smell like it's worth $45 good? Like, do I need to go back in there and buy this? No, I justified it because it was my birthday. So, you know, you have birthday cash from relatives. Oh, yeah. So, you can justify anything if it's your birthday. Oh, yeah. Cash doesn't count. No. No. It, it's not real money. No, it's not. It's like Monopoly money. Exactly. So he was like, yes, that is worth $45, which is crazy coming from him because he's a saver. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's now, a big deal. Yeah. Well, it wasn't his money anyway, so there's Fair that. Enough. But he said it was worth it, so I walked back in there and I bought it. And it smells like a very tropical baked good. Like, it smells very cozy, but it's also, like, you're by the beach. Yeah, it's it really just smells like everything you think vacation is. Yeah, so I would highly recommend, although I did see on TikTok that there is a dupe for it. The, um, what is it? Oh, I haven't heard of it. The Sugar Scrub brand. Tree Hut? Yeah, Tree Hut has Ooh. a lotion. I don't have the name of it, but they have a lotion that's supposed to be a dupe, so I'm going to try it Okay. and see. I'll also try it, and I'll tell you okay. if I think it's better or worse without um, using the other one. I'm so down. Okay, so this week, oh my goodness, this week was so crazy. What a week. Basically, at our school, we have Disney Day. It's an entire skip day where even the professors come to Disney. They literally give you classes off, and you get to go to Disney. They don't pay for it for you, but you do get a discount, and you just get to spend the day at Disney. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty good discount, too. Like, you're only paying three-fourths of the price. Yeah, if that, maybe two-thirds. Yeah, it's it's way less than even a resident ticket. After parking, it's the same as a basic ticket, so basically it's almost like you're getting parking free. This is true. But, like, if you're going with friends, then it evens out, so actually it's not. Yeah. If you fill your car, then everyone splits parking, and it's great. It was so great. So what was, like, your highlight from Disney oh this week? Oh, my goodness. There are so many things. Okay, so I'm sure all of you have heard about the Rise of the Resistance ride, which <laughs> I have never been on. I've only been to Disneyland once, Disney World, not since, like, middle school, so years ago. And this ride is, like, the coveted, everyone waits in line for it. People are like, oh, two hours in line? No problem. I didn't go on until the end of the day. Yeah, so for context, I've been on four times, and what they used to do is they used to have, like, basically when the park opened, you had to join this virtual queue and hope you got a boarding pass. And if you got a boarding pass, you had to wait till I was called. So normally you get on around 2 p.m. or you get up around right when the park closes, so it's very hard for people to get on. Like, if you didn't push that button in seconds of it opening, you didn't get to go on. And so they just finally opened it up for people to wait in line for it. But the problem was when we went, like, it kept breaking down. So we didn't risk it until, like, the last hour. Like, Kirsten had never been on it. I didn't even know what to expect. So I was just like, don't tell me anything. I don't want to know. Our wait time was only 55 minutes, which was insane compared to everyone else. My cousin was waiting, and he was like, oh, yeah, I waited two and a half hours, and then it broke down, so I didn't even get to go on it. He did not. Yeah. No. Yeah, so for some people, it was an unfortunate tale of the day. For us, it worked out because I had no idea what to expect. It was amazing. I don't even watch Star Wars, and I thought it was great. I'm not going to spoil too much, but there is a point where there is a drop, and I, of course, knew it was coming. Kirsten did not. I had no idea. But you'll know if you're afraid of drops. Um, they lock 
your seat into place and you're in an elevator basically and it goes down and so I'm like clenching the bar but I've been clenching the bar the whole time because I knew it was coming and like I've ridden it before um so kerosene was like wow I was not expecting that <laughs> not at all and I I knew before I ever wrote it because I watched I was a cheater and I watched the YouTube video of the ride before I went on it because my family was impatient we're really shame on you we're Disney nerds um but <laughs> I knew it would shock your pants off and this I was like true. this is gonna be way funnier if I don't tell this her it's coming can attest to the family being Disney nerds um if you're late for that car you're not going yeah we will leave you uh, yeah you a few of us were almost left behind yeah we're serious about Disney yeah so, Sarah what was your favorite part about Disney day um my favorite part so they just um opened up this new thing called Disney Genie which is their new, like, fast pass thing. And so basically you pay and you get fast passes. Well, we didn't quite understand that you only get one per ride per day and then you have to pay extra for additional ones for the same ride if you're going to do it again, which honestly is still a deal, I think. But basically, so we started the day and we were doing all the rides like that we wanted to do like skipping the lines going straight on it It was was amazing we did like five rides in an hour it was it was fantastic absolutely amazing so that was way worth it for me um until we got to the point where we used up all the good rides and we were like oh we have to pay for more oh well guess we're waiting in line with our friends yeah but because we use them so fast not knowing um we were kind of like, wow, we kind of miss, like, standing in line because that's when you talk to people. It's, like, the social time. Like, when you're yeah. on the rides, you're not, like, screaming at someone while you're on Space Mountain. Yeah, and the other point of, like, going to Disney with your friends is that you're, like, talking to them. You're and, with like, your friends. You're, it makes the lines enjoyable. Exactly. So that was an interesting learning curve. Um, it was my favorite part. I think my family will do it in the future when we go back, but it was just – it was a funny – new experience it was definitely new. it was new for all of us yeah so the next thing we want to do on our podcast is just spend a little bit of time talking about substantial things like we we could talk about fun things all day long but uh, uh really our heart behind this whole podcast is being your friends that will talk to you about more serious things and um Kirsten and I do talk about a lot of funny things, but we also spend time talking about more serious things, and we're both believers, and we want to be able to work through the practical implications of what it looks like to live out the Christian life. So what's just been coming up a lot in the last week has been intentionality. I'm an RA on campus, and so it's been coming up in RA meetings and We talked about habits on Thursday morning and just, like, what things you need to be prioritizing. Like, only you can brush your teeth. Only you can, like, feed yourself and make sure you're getting enough sleep. And in those things, you are – you have to prioritize that because your long-term ministry is going to be the most impacted if you are taking care of those basic things because you aren't God. Like, God doesn't need to do those (laughs) things for himself. Like, he doesn't need sleep. He doesn't need food. He doesn't need anything. Um, but that is also an area where we can stop or reflect that, like, we aren't God and, you know, we need to be intentional and be good stewards of those things. But what are some things, Kirsten, that you have practiced being intentional about coming to school, um, 
either spiritually or in studying that have been the most helpful to you yeah. as a student? So actually I've noticed I was, okay, when I got back from Christmas break this spring semester, I was not doing well in my time with the Lord, like uh, reading the word wise and I was grumpy and my fiance pointed that out. He was like, why are you so grumpy? Why are you treating me like that? Like that this isn't you. And he asked, he was like, are you reading your Bible? Are you praying like every day? How often are you doing these things? Do you know that song? No. Read your Bible pray every day. <laughs> now I do. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's a story for another time. I would love to hear that. <laughs> but anyways, and I started doing that and I noticed that like my attitude about everything was better because I wasn't mm. intentional about spending those, like it literally could be 15 minutes a day where you're at least reading the Psalms or reading some passage of scripture and thinking through it and praying through it and applying it in some way, whether it's right exactly in that moment or in that day or holding on to it and applying it later, it changed everything. Really? Car- yes. Carson was like... Not that I don't believe you. No, I, I I'm sure you've seen true. it too. <laughs> but Carson was like, wow, you're much joyful. Much more joyful. <laughs> you're much joyful. You're much joyful. No, you're much more joyful this week and this mm. like this time to be around when you're practicing the, reading the Bible and praying and being intentional about it and not just pushing it off and saying, well, if I have time, yeah. if I have time. And I never have time because I just want to go to bed by the end of the day. Yeah, I think, wow, yeah. I mean, like, going to the gym, you're, like, you feel better after you do it, but when you're in the Word and you've not put it off, and both are the similar skills of I'm going, I know I don't really want to do this, and sometimes you do want to do it, Um, Mm -hmm. but sometimes you just have to push through it, and then the amazing thing is that, like, the Lord multiplies that, like, you are loving him better, you're loving others better, you're more enjoyable to be around, like you said, Mm -hmm. and it has eternal significance. And I've seen that, and I'm the most consistent at school, unfortunately. I'm not always consistent when I'm at home, and it does show. So every time I go back, I'm working on it more and more. My whole theme this year is focusing on Philippians 4.8, which is Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is anything excellent and worthy to be praised, dwell on these things. And so what I started implementing is when I wake up, I write down five things that I'm thankful for. And Kirsten and I would do that when we had all 8 a.m.s. We would walk to mm-hmm. class and we'd find ourselves complaining. And so we'd start saying, like, I'm so thankful for the sky Yes, it was freezing outside, and so instead of focusing on how cold our noses were, yeah. we would just say random things that we truly were thankful for, but yeah. it was also in humor. Mm-hmm. It was a very fun time. So in that spirit, I started writing down five things that I was thankful for, and I try to write down things that I wouldn't find myself being thankful for, because when I tell the Lord I'm thankful for them, it makes me thankful for them. And so I started doing that, and... Honestly, like, you carry that on to the next thing you're doing. Like, no matter how long or short you're in the Word after that, starting your day off being grateful is so impactful. It's one of the most helpful, intentional things I've started doing, and I recommend it to everyone. 
but that was just like a small thing I'm like this really can't make that big of a difference but it has oh, it does. yeah even I mean even at work I'm a much more joyful co-worker and like ready to go when I'm spending time in the word and praying and praying for other people and not just focusing on my own needs and I mean everyone has needs we all have needs or wants mm-hmm. but really when you're focusing on others and praying through that and it, it makes you so much more joyful and so much so much more of a light for the Lord yeah I think another thing we were taught is how to pray through the word um you like take a psalm I think I did psalm 139 and you just go line by line and you're praying through it and as you're just praying those words you'll pray them towards the people you have on your list to pray for and you're using the lord's words and it gives you creative things to pray for them that you wouldn't think about because when you're just praying for them from what you can come up with like you really limit yourself. You're like, well, I hope they feel better. Um, Lord, please heal them. Okay, well, the Lord has things for his believers that he desires or for people. And so if you're praying through a psalm for that person um, or even for yourself, I you will spend that time in prayer. You're like, how do people pray for 30 minutes, an hour? When you're praying through different lines of the word, you're like, wow, like, you find you've spent so much time doing that. So that's been a really cool thing that I kind of started doing, but I want to make a life habit. So Yeah, yeah. Sarah told me about that. She learned it in RA class, which I'm not an RA, so I wasn't there. But <laughs> I, I sure. enjoyed the time that she was took to tell me about it because, I, I mean, I struggle with prayer. That's a huge struggle for me. And so hearing that and being like, oh, wow. I can go on and pray for so long because the Lord has given us a list of things to pray for people that I've just never thought about or used before. Yeah. I think prayer is something all believers are like, we really could do better in this. So that was like the most helpful, practical thing for me to be like, okay, this is Mm -hmm. something substantial. I can move forward and like actionable. Yeah. And I mean, it, it is more intentional because it's not just like, you know, when you're praying, well, I hope they feel better or I hope they do better. It's like, okay, I've said that every single night now for the past however many months or every single morning. And, and now it's like, okay, well now I'm praying for them to, you know, a whole different attribute that you didn't think about. Find an actionable step in your time with the Lord this week that you're going to work on and do it for a week. Just commit for a week. Maybe that's like, I'm not going to listen to any secular music this week. I'm just going to listen to music out here at church or like specifically Christian songs. I promise you, your week will be significantly different. You have to test it out for yourself. Yeah. Even if you're just able to do five out of the seven days. Yeah. No, don't just say, oh man, I skipped this one day. It's all over. No, you can keep going. We believe in you. All right. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe you will be our first subscriber this is true you'll make us so happy unless you're listening to this in like 2025 which maybe you could still be our first subscriber we don't know yeah i don't know so (laughs) um when we reach 15 subscribers we are going to go buy a cupcake and we're going to post a picture on our instagram oh yeah we have an instagram it is east coast west coast and we will be putting stuff on there and hopefully just building up the community a little bit more and get some interaction because we can't exactly talk back and forth with you on a podcast format so if you want to spend more time with us look for us on instagram we'd love to see you there we would thank you for listening to east coast west go bye Have a good day.